0: Hello, and welcome to Leading Ladies of Montana Real Estate, a show about buying and selling homes in Montana and the power realtors and power lenders that make that happen. We are your hosts, Colleen Wood. And I'm Alicia Retz. Each week, we will discuss the housing market,
1: how to navigate it, and what questions you need to be asking yourself along the way. But that's not all.
0: We will also dive into how to navigate the ins and outs of being leaders in business and how to build a robust and dynamic team within that business and navigating the world as a career-driven professional, all while raising a family.
1: Join us as we share our highs and lows in real estate, business ownership, and motherhood. Hello, Colleen. Hey, I haven't seen you forever. I know, summer's just flying by. It's too fast. And it's so
0: hot. It's so hot. When I came into Columbus this morning at 7 a.m., it was 80 degrees. I'm a Montana girl. I know, but then I came into Bozeman. It was 66. This is just so weird. But yeah. that's Montana right there, right? Like all over the board. Exactly.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, speaking of hot, yeah, got someone super hot and amazing here who's I on know. fire all the time. Yeah, one of the greatest people I know. Mm-hmm. My broker, my mentor, my mm-hmm. person.
0: Oh, Pam hey,
1: McCutcheon. Oh, thank you, Alicia. Also, can I just say that she's doing this podcast with her dog on her lap currently? Of course she is. Yeah, right. I mean, would you expect anything different? And she's
0: currently getting kisses. Getting made out with. (laughs) Yeah. Lucy's giving kisses to both Pam and the mic, so that's perfect. She is the face of small dog realty now. That's amazing. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. She's such a good dog.
0: Yeah. What a good puppy.
1: Pam, you have done so many amazing things. You've started, had so many different careers. Mm -hmm. I know the stories, but how did you get into real estate?
2: Real estate was nothing I ever wanted to get into, first off. But what happened was people would always ask me and I'd say, no, nah, not interested ever. Well, we had 25 acres mm-hmm. and we were going to sell it and we had an inholding. It was a long story anyway. In Paradise Valley. In Paradise Valley. And the realtor said, if my husband would get his license, this is my late husband, we would get $75,000. Mm-hmm. After it closed. So fast forward, he wasn't gonna get his license. And he said, one of us needs to get our real estate license. What he was saying was, Pam, you gotta get your license. (laughs) (laughs) So I did, and he told the guy, you know, Pam's getting her license. Yeah. So I got my license. I called him up. I said, I'm ready to go work for you. And he goes, No. What do you mean, no? (laughs) And he goes, I said, Gary so he didn't give us the money, and it was Mm.
0: war. So he said your husband could get the license, but not you. He didn't want you to get the license. No.
2: So I got it. We didn't get paid. It was the best thing I've ever done. Wow. Not just financially because we had a fly shop and every year we'd need like a hundred thousand dollars to pay for inventory. Mm -hmm. We were poor. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden it's like, ooh, this is free money. It really (laughs) wasn't because you really have to work for that, but I didn't have to invest money. Right. I was, as you know, substitute teaching for $40 a day. Can you talk about this? (laughs) Yeah. Pam
1: substitute taught Colleen back in the day, back in Pam and I
0: share a birthday. We are birthday Ooh. buddies. We are. We're Pisces together. Yeah. Pisces, yeah. Pisces here. yeah. Oh, good. Yep. Lots of emotion here. Yep. And Pam was my substitute teacher and she was a hard ass. That's what I've heard. I heard <laughs> she was mean and scary. She cracked the whip.
2: I had to. Yeah. Because they would run all over me. Totally. So when I'd have them in PE, yep. i just say, go run. Yeah. And they're like, how How much? Till I tell you to stop. And it was such a power thing. I loved it. Uh, maybe that's why I like being a manager. I just feel yeah. like I'm powerful and actually I'm not. Yeah. Yeah. But
1: you are, you currently have what, 37
2: agents in small dog? I think 30, we kind of leveled off mm-hmm. and things are changing. Mm-hmm. And honestly, if I had 15, mm-hmm. 15 badasses, mm-hmm. right. I'm happy. Right, Right. high producers, Uh,
0: people that show up and go to work, and because it's
2: it's really frustrating to train, to give them all your tips. Yep, do everything, and either a they don't follow through, Mm -hmm. and they don't have it, or b they do, and then they say, "See you later."
0: Yeah, and you just trained your competition.
2: Exactly.
0: How do you feel about that when that happens? Can you talk about?
2: Oh, I can talk about it. it? There's a lot of emotion because. A lot of my agents, I consider my friends. Right, you know, some of them I used to do things with. Right, we do vacations.
1: Right, Um, small dogs a family. I can say, like, we've been on multiple vacations together. Yeah, you Mm -hmm. take care of my kids. She buys them gifts, Mm -hmm. and you we become close. You treat your business. Yeah. Like a family. Yeah. Right. Right. And
2: and so it's almost like
0: a divorce. It is. Oh. and I haven't had one of those. It's so but good that that's, somebody else knows this. <laughs> and is a Pisces. Maybe this right. is the same thing. You know, and
2: it it's hurtful.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: And um but it's how it is. You know, yep. when we had the fly shop, people would take your clientele and move on. Yeah. So you have to have a level of trust. Mm-hmm. And I definitely have that with Alicia. Right. And speaking of going way back. She played soccer, and her brother and my son were like some best of the friends. best friends. Yeah. Wow. And I saw back. her at a half marathon, my first mm-hmm. one in Missoula. Yeah. And she was in Portland being a badass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I said, oh, come back to Montana and work for me. Mm-hmm. It what happened. You know? Did you think she would? Well, I'm glad she did. I'm glad <laughs> she came back. Yeah it's been almost and eight years. Holy moly. I know. it's not just flown by. It's, it's it crazy. It really has. I feel... 80 years older.
1: (laughs) But it's it's good.
2: Especially from the last
1: two years of real estate that aged us a lot. Yeah. It was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But not necessarily easy. Yeah. Right. And like I I was there when you've lost agents. And it 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 destroyed you for a while. Like it's it's awful. You were absolutely heartbroken. It's shocking, you know,
2: because you think we communicate. You know, I'm right. there for them. And I just expect
1: loyalty. Right. Well, also, Pam's incredibly generous. So only time we fight about commissions, and I've talked about this on the podcast, is <laughs> mm-hmm. like, no, you deserve more. No, no, yeah, you yeah. get an extra, extra money. And we're constantly... Like the, her just generosity to give listings, give away buyers,
0: give away commission.
1: Is <laughs> but loyalty rare.
0: is something that as loyal people, we think that other people, like most people are loyal and it's really not the case. Most people are nowhere near as loyal as we are. So when we commit to somebody, like when we're going to bring them onto our team, we're like hitching our wagon to them. We're devoted to them. We trust them. We give them our whole heart. And then when they're not loyal to it, really, really, really hurts. It is really painful. It is. And
2: you know, everything they've learned Mm -hmm. is from you. exactly. And you just have to move Mm on.com.
0: But that's the expectation is you have to move on. You have to, you know, put your big girl pants on. I, one of my, my pod leader called me. He was like, well, do you have your big girl panties on? I'm like, I have a wedgie right now that they are (laughs) so (laughs) jacked up right now, but I hate it right now because it's just, you have to put your, you know, your, um, your game face on and go act like everything's okay. It takes me months to get over To get over just the the feeling of betrayal.
2: Betrayal. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It
0: feels like being stabbed in the back. So I see you on that.
2: Right. And, you know, I see a lot of other brokers going after my top agents. Yep. (laughs) Oh, yeah. All the time. All the time. And I did call one of them and I said, here's a deal. You've called this agent three times a week for months because I'm right here. Right. And I said... She's not interested. He goes, well, she hasn't told me that. Mm -hmm. I said, it's like going to the prom. Mm -hmm. You know, they're like, well, yeah, maybe Mm -hmm. if, because he wanted to do lunch. And I said, she's afraid to say no. Right. So if she's interested though, she'll call you. Mm -hmm. Period. Call once. I'm not going to harass anybody because I don't like people doing that to me. Right. And there is no bigger, better deal. Right. There just isn't.
1: We, We had a whole podcast about that, that the grass isn't always greener. Really, we create our own business Mm -hmm. and yours is a little bit different where maybe you could have better products where you go, but real estate.
0: I don't think people understand the products enough to (laughs) be able to know the difference. We're all selling the same thing. Right, right. It's about the relationships and working hard. Yeah, I mean, if if you're trying to pick somebody up, as a potential employee, it feels really uncomfortable to be like, no, leave me alone because you never know what's going to come down the line and you don't want to beat somebody up. You don't want to flat say no. So you want to keep your options open, but you're not shopping.
1: Right. Right. And I
0: always feel like if you start having those conversations with recruiters or anybody of that nature, you will make a move if you start having conversations. It's like cheating. It's oh, she cheating. Oh, that mm-hmm. all the time. Oh, yeah. <laughs> It is. It's cheating. It's dirty. Yeah. Yeah. You need to either decide, am I shopping or am I not? And if I'm not shopping, stop talking to those people.
2: Exactly. Mm -hmm. I lost somebody in Livingston and I said, I didn't know you were unhappy. He goes, "Yeah." I wasn't unhappy. I go, why'd you leave? He goes, well, first off, I love small dog. I love you. I love everybody here. Everything Mm. you stand for. I don't know. They said that they could use me and make me, you know, the face of Livingston and it's like, okay.
1: I know you're talking about. He does have a uh, good face. I get it. <laughs> <laughs> but he's not the face no. of
2: Livingston. Yeah.
1: Okay. Let's backtrack a little bit. So you got into real estate and then you started working for a big name company. How did small dog, people ask me this all the time. How did small dog get created? Cause it's such a unique name and it stands out.
2: It know. is. Well, the market had tanked and mm-hmm. I had a franchise and we all had to pay monthly fees my agents weren't making money. They couldn't pay a monthly fee. And I kept thinking, what am I going to do to earn a living? Mm-hmm. And I interviewed for beer and wine sales, and they offered me a job at $10 an hour plus benefits. And I about threw up. Mm-hmm. Um, I got back in my car, and somebody called me. And they, had, um, they wanted to buy a house. Wow. And I sold them a house, and then I sold their house, and it continued. Every time I tried to get out, Mm -hmm. there was something calling me back. Well, anyway, fast forward, I always had Labradors, six of them (laughs) at one time. And we ended up, um, my stepdaughter had this beautiful little dog, Piper, Mm -hmm. that she wanted us to just take care of when she was in college. Mm -hmm. And we said, no, we'll She has to be part of the pack. We're not going to take her for six months and give her away. It's not fair. Mm -hmm. And I didn't, I mean, get a cat. What's with these (laughs) stupid small dogs? They're not really dogs. Well, (laughs) then I started thinking and I thought, hmm, I could change the name. I found that the dog was approachable. I'd be walking and my neighbors were scared to death of six labs coming at them. All of a sudden, this cute little dog. And it's like, oh, she's so cute. Can I pet her? Mm -hmm. Um, and it was kind of a play on the big box stores because we're a small boutique. Yeah. Every cent that we make goes back into the community. Yeah. So it's not going to a franchise in Colorado or California or whatever. Right. And so I came up with, I'll donate with every sale Mm -hmm. to a different Montana animal shelter in need. Mm. So that's how it happened. If I didn't make money, I'm not spending money.
0: I love the play on words of the small dog instead of, you know, there are a lot of big dog uh, real estate companies and and you are small in and boutique and, and the level of service that you guys do for the community is, I don't think it's surpassed by anybody. She gives back
1: so much. Uh, one of our first trips to Palm Springs, she was saying, every cent you give out as a generation, you will get back. Right. And it's really hard to believe when you're writing that check, but it does come back to you. Yeah. 100%. And And that's not really why you do it.
2: But when you do it, it does. Mm-hmm. And I remember the first time I wrote uh, checks to three different shelters, I felt like Scrooge. Remember when he's like <laughs> yeah. giving away the goose and the turkeys and buy this? Yeah. <laughs> it just felt really good. Mm-hmm. And that's not all we give to. We're big into the mental health and suicide Great as well and other community things. Mm-hmm. But you
1: give to everything. Every single fundraiser we go to, you're the biggest <laughs> contributor. You're always giving. But yeah.
2: On a lot of things, but we have to say no to some as well. You just have to absolutely finally pick and whatever. But speaking of giving back, August 21st, 10 Mm a.m., bark in the park, okay, for the Stafford shelter.
1: It's a fun run, it's a 5k, Mm -hmm. it's a blast. People take are so competitive there with their dogs. There's all these dog competitions at the Mm -hmm. end, Mm -hmm. and it's well, not this year though, because they
2: don't have they're looking for an executive director, they don't have anybody, and they said. Small Dog Grills, can put the run on and do it all. Wow. Wow.
0: Are you doing that? Are you doing the whole thing? Well, heck yeah. We're
2: just going to do the fun run. I think we'll have the Lucky Dog hot dog truck. Cool. And see if I can get the Owl Lounge to donate a keg of beer. Yeah. Let's have a party. Yeah,
0: I love that. So speaking on that, we've touched on a couple of times, you're also a runner. Slow now, but. (laughs) 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 I think that's awesome. I think, you know, especially when we have so much hole on us to be able to just go outside and just run and have silence.
1: She, you're great at just
0: getting outside,
1: moving your body, doing something every day. You have to. Otherwise, we'd all be fat
2: realtors. No kidding. <laughs> and crazy. Both sides. For me, it's, crazy. More,
1: it's the it's, it's the mental part it of it.
0: It is me. a mental yeah.
2: health deal. And what like today, I got together with like four clients Yeah. and I I said, let's do, I I have time for six miles, period. Mm -hmm. And the one's like, as we're hiking, can't we go more? I looked at my phone. I have 17 text messages. No, (laughs) I got to book it down right now. (laughs) But I did it. Uh And I get to keep those relationships with people that matter to me. Mm -hmm. And that's how you build. I don't take on new clients. Mm -hmm. Alicia might get them, Sandy, Liz, Mike, whoever. But I do do my own referrals Mm -hmm. because if someone says, I've used Pam, I really want Pam. Right. That's fine. Right, right. Um, And one person that was the nicest person ever met me last year at Bark in the Park. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. They just bought a home. That's amazing. Closed on it. I know.
0: That's amazing.
1: You're so, also the best networker I've ever seen. I, I, I love will agree. That. I will agree. I've never met a better. When she had a, <laughs> you, that know, strap on or COVID. fire. It was about a year ago, and she was so upset that she wasn't out. Just like she's like, I'm so jealous. you just going to be out
0: there networking, talking. To people I have every watched day. her work a room better than <laughs> I, I have ever seen. Holy ever cow! i have been. I mean, she's talked to 20 people, and I'm still here. Yep. <laughs> yeah.
1: We were in Palm Springs, oh. and.
0: California. And she's still giving
1: out her business cards. Like you never know is. where a lead comes
0: from. You yeah. don't know ever. And people don't know that you're a realtor or they don't know that you're a lender. They're not keeping it. They're, they're not retaining it. Only they the people might, in our industry right. like might have the recognition right away. Of right, right. Right. It takes about seven times, seven times for people to hear that what you are or what it is that you do for them to retain. Yep. So, and then they're probably going to forget it again. Exactly. So you have to keep reminding them that's so smart. No, you work a room like crazy. It's really, really impressive. That's so funny because I love it. It's like it gives me energy. I feel
2: Mm -hmm. like Superman. Mm -hmm. You know, you go this one and that one and it's just a blast.
0: It is. and you know, and there's nothing that we do that doesn't help people. So it's not like you're running around spreading toxicity or something. You're just like, I'm just trying to help everything that I do is helpful. But I mean, that's a really good message to both realtors and lenders to make sure that anytime that you're in a public place that you use it as a working environment, you are there to spread the message. I always make sure that if it's like if I go to anything, I, I set a minimum of five business cards, like before I'm allowed to leave this event, I have to give out at least five business cards. And that's a really, really good measure.
2: No, that's a great thing to do. And you know when the timing is right and how to do it. You just don't mm-hmm. walk up to people and give them your business card. No, no, no. But you start talking and yep. get their business card and follow up. That's the most important
0: thing. Pam and I, we saw each other at the Owl Lounge. That was fun. That was fun. Thanks and, for going there. And, oh, you bet. And she was getting ready to buy like Mexican food for the whole place. And she was like, do you want to go over with me and go get the Mexican food? I'm like, sure. So we go over there and we're chit chatting and whatever. We're standing at the end of the bar waiting for our Mexican food. And she literally starts talking to this guy at the bar. (laughs) He was all tattooed up and everything. He wasn't like an approachable person. And she, she starts chatting with him. Before we had our food, oh, I believe it. Before we even had our food, she was talking real estate with him, and he was telling her his life story about how he needed, how he's had trouble, and how he needed an advocate. She had that card handed out, and then she was like, "Oh yeah, she's a lender." And I'm like, (laughs) like, (laughs) I don't even know what to say after all. I'm just, I'm just in awe. So it was pretty impressive. It's pretty rare when I tell
1: people I work for Small Dog Realty. Anyone who's lived here for more than two years hasn't met Pam. It's yeah. pretty rare.
0: Yeah. I would yeah, say true. most people are
1: like, oh yeah, I know Pam. Yeah. She did this and this, or she helped me get my dog or.
0: But we do touch a ton of people. And if we're not right. introducing ourselves, we're missing an opportunity. Agreed. Mm-hmm. You do a great job of that.
1: Thank you. Yeah. So do you. Yeah. So do you. Oh, yeah. yeah. well, Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Okay. So how do you handle managing all these people? Well,
2: I drink uh, a lot of alcohol.
0: (laughs) 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 See podcasts on real estate alcohol. Right, right. (laughs) um, You know,
2: I think I was better before COVID um, and before things got crazy busy. We'd only have monthly meetings. Now trying to get people to meetings is really tough. Yeah. Because they need to make a living. They're out there doing whatever. Mm -hmm. So I do emails and I hope that they read them. Yeah. Because I'm not just sending an email to go blah, blah, blah. Yeah. I've got information right. that might be helpful. Right. Um, I'm available. They know, just send me a text. Are you available? Mm-hmm. Need help? Mm-hmm. It's perfectly fine. I've got one new agent and she's darling. And she's like, oh, I hate to bother you. Mm-hmm. I said, "It's my job. Yeah, You're totally. supposed to bother me. Mm-hmm. So um, if someone wants to meet, I'm happy to meet with them.
1: I call you for the good and the bad.
2: Like I, I got,
1: I, when I got right. Cayuse under contract, Kate was hey, just come to let you know. I got it under contract. I know. And that was like on a
0: Friday night or something. Yeah. So that was <laughs> so great. Well, that's awesome. That's yeah. good that you do that because it feels like as as leaders, as managers and people, we you get you just get nothing bad. but negative. Like, bring me a solution instead so of bring me nothing but problems. Right. right. Or mm-hmm. just, I need her just events vent sometimes
1: too, which oh, is totally. true. Like, I lost a really big politician to another company and I just called. I, was just, I just need to yell for like five minutes. Let me just yell at you. <laughs> I need to vent.
2: <laughs> yep. You know, it, it is so hard. Yeah. But um, no, I just, you know, when I became a realtor, they said, here's your desk. Mm. And it's like, mm, now what? Mm-hmm. Okay. So at least they give a roadmap. But a lot of it, they can learn online. Mm-hmm. But the easiest things people can do, I tell them over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. And if they're not doing them, they won't be successful. Right? Yes, their father-in-law might buy a house. Mm-hmm. Get out of the business if you cannot sell honestly a house every quarter, which is nothing. Right? If you can't do that, get out. Get a regular nine to five mm-hmm. and let the people that know real estate understand it and do a good job, make a living.
0: Right. Cause you're just muddying the waters. Oh, totally. And you're making it confusing for the consumer. And if they have, you know, get a bad taste in their mouth by somebody who doesn't know what the heck they're doing, that's not being managed and led well, that's, it's not good for realtors in right. general. Right.
2: So if small dog realty agent, screws up. Right. They didn't screw up. I screwed up. Totally. And it's all on me. Right. Even though I have several brokers that work for me, Mm -hmm. it's still all all on me.
0: Right. And even if it's a mistake that you would have never made ever, you're having to backwater and and having to correct it. Right. Yeah. It can be super, super challenging to do that. I- actually had a similar experience where somebody had recently, um, it, it didn't go anywhere, but somebody had to, had put on a, a total cost analysis that we send out an FHA loan for $1.3 million. Well, the loan amount cap for Gallatin County is 603 for an FHA loan. So the fact that that information went out there, I'm oh. like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh. I mean, it didn't go anywhere, but what if that had been a disclosure? Oh you know, exactly. we'd have been, oh, goodness. Yeah. Yeah. It's so much we put on the line. We really do. The devil
2: is in the details. Mm-hmm. And like with new agents, they can't send an offer until it goes to me. Right. Or a listing mm-hmm. because I guarantee
1: they missed something. Right.
2: We all do. I mean, right? you're going to make a mistake almost every day. Just mm. don't make the same one. That's right. my, that's
1: my mm. thing. I make mistakes, but I never make the same one twice. Right. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Okay. So you work like me, you work with family, your daughter's on your team, you work in the same office with your husband. How do you manage all that? And Corey's, so uh, we have Sharon Office, Small Dog and Valinga. Corey's fantastic. But yeah,
2: cause that's a lot and you guys are almost competing sometimes. Sometimes we are, we do a lot together. We share clients sometimes because- The big ones. Well- like might be my friend and his friend. So who are they going to choose? Right. So we have to split the baby, mm-hmm. and we just we just do it. But we share home office as well, mm. and it just it works. If he's on the phone and I need to be on the phone, I'll go in the other room. Sure, it's just easier. Mm-hmm. And now that people aren't really coming to the office like they should be, mm. um, I can always go into another office, mm-hmm. and then I've got my Livingston office that. I love going to doggy mm-hmm. door, mm-hmm. fenced
1: yard, <laughs> right. big windows. I can see people. It's yeah. So
2: fun. Yeah, it is and it's fun. just me. Mm-hmm. It Wait, so fun. the
1: uh, the other agents don't go to the Livingston office? I thought they were there more often than the Bozeman people. They used to be. Katie uh, took a oh, full time job,
2: and um, sometimes Sarah goes there, sometimes mm-hmm. Lauren, sometimes
0: Nick.
1: But it's it's pretty. It,
0: Pam's there. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Pam's there. Pam it's Pam's second office. Right, right. <laughs> of of her three. Um okay. Awesome. Well, what is in the future for Small Dog Realty?
2: Wow. I guess we need to say what's in the future for real estate mm-hmm. and lending.
0: Yeah.
2: Um what's your prediction? My prediction is is going to slow down some. People will always have to buy and sell. Yes. Period. People mm-hmm. move, they have babies, people yep. die. Um Prices have leveled off and we're starting to see about 20 price reductions a day, Mm -hmm. which is a lot. That's a lot. Um, I think a lot of realtors will get out of the business. I do too. Because they're not making money and they don't understand the business and how to make money and think outside the box. Right. Um, So I think real estate will always be viable, for me, what I'd like to see is, like I said, about 15 agents. And I want when people say, who do you work for? And they say, small dog. Mm-hmm. Like in Livingston, I always hear, oh, my God, you've got the best agents. Mm-hmm. That feels good. Yep. And some of these people, and I like them personally, and that's what is so hard. Mm-hmm. But if they're not going to cut it, they need to hang up their license, go mm-hmm. inactive. Mm-hmm. You know, the hard thing is the office situation because office builds energy. Mm-hmm. You know, I know Alicia likes it and she sees people and I get in there and I see people and it's fun, fun, fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but COVID changed that. Mm-hmm. And if people started working from home, mm-hmm. working from coffee shops, you don't make money in the office. No. and um, So it makes sense. Go to a coffee shop and work. I think this needs
1: to be a whole podcast.
2: Yeah, I think we should do that.
0: (laughs) We should do that for sure.
1: Sorry, sorry, sorry.
0: No, it's okay. (laughs) It's okay. I think we should do that. Um, And we'll hope you'll you'll stick around to do another one on that. Can you touch a little bit on the small things that, you know, there are things that you advise your agents on. like They can go out and learn how to do real estate essentially online, you were saying, but there were small things that you hammer on that are, are things that are super important. Could you share with our listeners what those small things are? Absolutely.
2: First off, if you are doing this just to make money and to make a lot of money, don't do it. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, So first off, you have to get out there and have clients. You have to find buyers or sellers. So- I hate to give my competition all this input. Sure. But, <laughs> but it's okay. Because yeah. half of them won't do it anyway. I, uh, way more than half. I know. Way more than half. So like less than 5%. Get out, be involved in a nonprofit. Mm-hmm. I think that's huge. Give back to your community somehow. Mm-hmm. Um, get on committees. Don't overextend yourself, but really be part of it and build those relationships, and mm-hmm. you will get business following up with people we discussed before we started seven times Mm -hmm. more than that, you know, Mm. monthly newsletters, text messages, phone calls, emails, Mm. but take an interest, pay attention. You know, how are they doing? What are their kids up to? Mm -hmm. Uh, You know, how's the father doing with dementia, Mm. you know, and be there, follow up, do what's right, write things down like their birthdays. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, different things. Stop by. When I had time many, many, many years ago, (laughs) (laughs) I used to bake like banana breads and stuff, homemade. And I would go and I'd visit about three clients every Sunday. Mm -hmm. And I remember my husband said, why aren't you going to call them? I said, no, they'll be happy to see me. They were. Mm -hmm. I don't know if I'd want, I'd probably be happy if somebody came to my house, honestly. But, um, you know, come in and say, oh, I just wanted to stop by, I made you banana bread. And I remember one client, Tom, Tom, it's Pam, come down here, hurry. Mm. Um, you know, it matters to people. Mm-hmm. You know, we do our pie giveaway. Mm. Um, Alicia has a lot more pies to give away mm-hmm. than I do. <laughs> but I had a client last year call and she goes, I know this is really rude, but am I going to get a pie again this year? <laughs> and, I need to plan. Yeah. I said, well, of course. She goes, okay. Cause we're at Costco and my son's like, we need a pie. <laughs> you could always freeze one.
0: <laughs> An extra one is okay. So,
2: but, um, and it's just the following up and caring yeah. about people. I had a guy call me today and he just, he needs help with like a market analysis. I'm not going to get the listing. And I said, thanks for calling me. How'd you find me? And he goes, well, I was at your shop many years ago. He goes, I had that little yellow lab. Remember it peed on your floor. And it's like, <laughs> I go, I don't really remember, but it started coming to me. And I thought, wow, that was 20 years ago. Wow. Uh-huh. And I had just gotten into real, well, I hadn't just gotten in. I'd been in it for a few years, mm-hmm. but he remembered. Yeah. And it's like, that means a lot to me. Mm-hmm. And it's going to take me several hours to do this for him. But that's my job doing You know, helping people out. Yeah. um, You know, it's a service industry. Right. Mm -hmm, 100%.
0: And look, I mean, 20 years later, it could potentially result into a transaction, but it's certainly he knows he can trust you. Exactly. He certainly knows he can depend on you. So you gave him that impression. And that's one of the things I think that most people in our industry do not hang on to is that sometimes these relationships and nurturing and, the, and these relationships that we have with people take years to come to fruition. And so continuing to follow up with your database, continuing to spread love. I mean, that's what we do. We we spread love to people. Yeah. We sure do.
2: And that's one other thing I tell, you know, my agents too, is be honest With your buyers and sellers, Mm -hmm. you know, let them know up front where Mm -hmm. the price should be. Let them hate you now, Mm -hmm. not six months from now. When they dump you, they go with somebody else and they go $200,000 lower. Right. So be upfront and honest. Mm -hmm. And um, if you think it's a crummy neighborhood or a crummy house or not, not right for them, I should say. Right. You know let them know and yeah. let them know why i mm-hmm. um, just don't sell them to get that commission. Right. Cause that's not what it's about. It'll come back. And mm-hmm. I tell people, I don't want you to buy here because in two years when you say to me, Oh, we got a job transfer mm-hmm. and I have to move and I'm going to think, Oh gosh, that backs up to this road. And how am I going to do that? Yeah. I don't want to be that agent right. to stick somebody with a house that is not
0: saleable. Yeah. Direct communication is not rude. And I think that that especially as women, you know, I know you don't struggle too much with this because you're pretty direct like I am, but there are people that say they struggle with this. A majority of women struggle with being direct with people or they think that you're rude or not you specifically, but that we are rude by Maybe. by saying, you know, just speaking directly to people, but it's not, it's not rude. It's just, it's communicating and without any muddy waters. It's very clear.
1: No, they're paying us for our expertise. And so we need to give it to them and give them our opinion. Right. Yeah. 100%
0: If this is going to be a property that's going to be difficult to sell years down the road. Please say that.
1: Right. And that's what we're seeing with listings right now with the prices aren't quite showing because they haven't sold. They're currently under contract to show what the market's truly doing. So Mm -hmm. we have to be really honest with people say, yes, it still looks like your home is worth this much on paper,
0: but I think it should be this much. And we're just chasing the market down if we don't get it low enough right now. Right. Right. Do you guys feel like the price reductions that are happening right now do you feel like it's because listing agents have overshot the moon a little bit or, and things are just coming back down to where they should be? Or are we seeing a step down? Does that, does that make sense? Yes. I'd say both. Okay.
1: I, I agree. Yeah. I think some people are like, oh, let's just put a number on there see what happens. And like I said, shooting for the moon, but also things are with interest rates rising,
0: mm-hmm. coming back to reality a little bit. Mm-hmm, for sure. Yeah. Well, Pam, you're incredible. And thank you. I mean, you obviously have the best agent. I have the best agent.
2: (laughs) (laughs) She's amazing. She is amazing. She's amazing. Energy. You know, everybody thinks it's Alicia's company. It might as well be. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like mm-hmm. Alicia doesn't own that. It's like, yeah, she does. <laughs> I just put my
1: name and face and small dog everywhere. I love it. Well, you yeah. guys
0: are an amazing team, and you've helped each other grow, obviously. And so, you guys should definitely continue doing that. So, thank, thank you, Pam. you so much, Pam, it. for it. I'll your drink time. to that. Cheers, to Lacroix. 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 <laughs> Cheers. Ding. Hey, thanks for having me. This was so fun. <laughs> you bet. You bet. I think we'd love to have you back
1: here soon. Well, I'd love to be back. See ya. Thank you for joining us today.
0: Tune in next week for another episode of Leading Ladies of Montana Real Estate.